The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and trips to the river and all kinds of other stuff, because that's what we do. The band's back together. Let's do it. It's a Friday, Friday on The Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Friday Friday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon. A.J. Hoffman is back. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. You want to get in? 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. F A O U R at AJ is the real at Aaron is Blitz. Dad Degenerates nine seven five. Can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN nine seven five. And it's a Friday. Friday. Let's have some fun in here. Hoffman's back. All is right in the world. Hello, Freddie. I don't have to remember anybody else's uh, will Twitter. This, <laughs> will this be the greatest show in the history of the universe when I'm gone? Is the question. Well, it depends on who they put me with. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll take offense to it if it's better than our show. I, I mean, I I don't know if it'll it'll be different. Okay. But it could also be. It could still be the greatest. Could be. It's just like then. You know, I mean, it's better than ours. We talked about how good LSU was two years ago. Well, Alabama was good last like, year oh, too. Yeah, yeah. So they're pretty good too. Yeah. So who knows? I'm guessing you'd go with Alabama because you know you kind of hate LSU, but I don't hate LSU. <laughs> that is a myth. That is a long-standing myth. <laughs> so, how was it, man? Uh, it was great, man. Good to get away, uh, get out there where my my cell phone hardly works for nine to eight days. I don't know how long I was gone. I was gone a long time, uh, but it was good. Uh, I probably averaged about, I'd say probably. I was talking to Tyler about this. He went on a little river trip over the weekend, and he was like, "Yeah, we probably put in." Uh, it probably averaged two hours a day while we were out there. I was like, oh, I said I averaged probably about six hours floating the river a day while I was out there. I was, I was late, and he was like, "Well, it was raining." When it, I don't care if it rains on me when I'm floating. You're already in the water. I'm wet. <laughs> like the only thing that bugs me is I run out of beer. That's it. That, that's my big thing. Although we did, <sighs> I got a couple complaint stories. I'm going to get to. Okay, we'll start off the show the way it should be. With me bitching about life. <laughs> so we go on a float, and there's a bunch of kids on this float. And my wife has decided that she is ready to get out. She's tired. But where we're at is private property. Can't get out of here. She insists she's getting out. She's going to walk out to the road and have someone pick her up there. So I get out as well. Everybody gets out there. I, I want to say there was 17 of us. And we walk up and the road that we're walking on is 
uh, a road that it leads down to some private residences on the far side of the river, but it also leads down to a uh, a big campground. Um, it's actually it's it's a campground that I stayed at when I was a little kid for I mean, probably spent ten or twelve summers at this exact campground, and then it got kind of that particular campground went downhill, so we moved on to a better place. Um, but they said you can't you can't walk up this road and of course i'm i'm like I, i'm probably 15 beers in i'm like well call the cops then bitch <laughs> and my wife on the other hand that's not how she eat my balls my wife doesn't respond well to confrontation and i actively search for confrontation and she's like, you're all going to have to pay to use the road. I was like, pay 25 bucks a head. So, of course, I'm like, no, you're out of your mind. I'm walking up to the road. You, what are you going to do? You know, what, what? do it, do it, do it. You ain't going to do anything. My wife, on the other hand, walks in and is like the woman says, I'm not talking to him anymore. I'm not going to talk to him anymore. He's He's belligerent, even though I wasn't belligerent. <laughs> I was. I, I was. Yeah, you never think you're belligerent, and I'm just gonna say sometimes your tone is very belligerent. It, it could have been, but she was wrong. She like she can't charge us to use the road that leads to multiple places. Now, had she said, "Hey, if you get out here, we ask that you all they they, they have a little uh, a little shop like where they sell drinks and candy bars. We ask you to all spend a few bucks here at the little shop." I probably would have been amenable to that. The kids would have gotten a candy bar. You know, I guess I could have drank some water or something. (laughs) Probably sold more beer. No, they didn't. Uh, Because this was in Concan, which is a dry county. Um, We stay upriver where it's not dry. Um, But the... So my my wife is like negotiating with this lady. And I'm like, are you crazy? We don't have to pay them. And eventually I was like, you know what? I, call the cops. A ticket for trespassing will be cheaper than paying 25 bucks a head for this. There's no way. So my wife negotiates that only the adults are going to pay 25 bucks, which means she's going to pay for all seven adults that are there. Hey, man, f- that. Which really means that. I paid for all the adults. And somehow she thought it was like a good deal that we only had to pay for the adults. And meanwhile, I'm still, I'm very angry at her at this point because she's now like shooed me away. And I'm convinced that I'm right. You can't charge people a tax to walk past your campground on a county road. It's egregious. Um, and she paid it. That, that was one thing that, that pissed me. That was the only time on the river that I was pissed off. And then I got pissed off today, Fred. Okay. Today was the worst of it. I've been gone for, from Thursday to Thursday, I missed. So Friday, get to work. I pull into the old parking garage and usually my, uh, my key card is hanging on my, uh, my gear shifter. And it wasn't there. So, uh-oh. 
can't get into the parking garage. That ain't good. So I put my reverse lights on and I look back onto uh to Rice Street here. Yeah. And there's one car and he's in the, the so for those who don't know, Rice is a, a four lane road to each way. Um and by our office, the only way to get onto it is to turn right because Alabama's a one way street through the gallery area. So there was one car in the near lane and it stopped. Like it saw me with my reverse lights on, obviously figured out what was going on, so they stopped. So, oh, that's great. So I back out and uh I back out into the the second lane since there was no one on the street. Oh, no big deal, right? Because I'm going to turn into the little strip mall across the street from our office until I can either find my key card or like figure out what's going on. I eventually figured out my key card was left in my wife's car, so I didn't have it today anyway. Um, So as I, I, I back out, I put my blinker on to turn left. And apparently, as I'm turning left, another car had turned on to Rice, had seen that the first car was stopped and waiting for me to back out, and then saw me, you know, stopped in the middle of the road with my left blinker on. So they assume that the best thing to do is to go around me in the oncoming traffic lane. And they do that right as I'm turning left. Not wise. So they wise. clip my bumper, my my two-month-old bumper, mind you. And I swear to God, it looked like Tokyo Drift. This car, it was like a, I don't even, I can't tell you what kind of car it was. A, a, a maroon crappy sedan. It looks like it's Tokyo drifting and it's about to go up our ramp to go to the second floor. But it didn't quite make it to the ramp because it smashed into the curb violently. And I'm like, oh boy, this guy, A, is a really terrible driver. You, you're not supposed to pass people in the oncoming traffic lane. That, that This isn't the freeway with the, you know, the, the dotted lines. This is like, this is just regular traffic. So I park my truck and I'm like, I'm thinking, I better go check on this guy. He may be injured. No, he's not injured. Well, he's not injured enough that he can't drive away from the scene of the accident. So I'm like, this son of a bitch. So I get in my truck and I start to uh, to go chasing. And I, my truck has the thing now where the like uh, a turn, if I turn real hard, my tire, you can hear it scraping up against the fender. So I was a victim of a hit and run. So I, the cops had to come and take the report, and basically they say, "Yeah, this is pretty much just for your insurance because we're never going to find this guy." And like, it, I'm, unless there's like clear video, which there's not, you're not going to find. Now one of our uh, promo people turns out he was the person in the car that was slowed down, like that let me out. Very kind of him. He didn't get a license plate either. Mm. So, yeah. So, now uh, my my truck that just got fixed is going to have to go back to the shop. Wow. So, you had a you had a fun run there. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm nine, eight days away from Houston traffic. And then this. It, what terrible. Terrible. Uh, I hate hit and run drivers. I, that, and that's what happened to me when I had my accident. The guy somehow... 
destroys my vehicle, damn near kills me, destroys his vehicle, and still somehow gets it off the road, even though there's a trail of gasoline and oil and everything across the freeway, and they never caught him. Yeah. So they're, they're not catching this cat either. It's uninsured drivers, man. Yep, and a lot of people are saying dash cam. That may be the new move. That's I, I guess I. it's not really – listen, most accidents are my fault. Uh, I am I am on record as saying I'm not a great driver. I'm not. This time it was not my fault though, and I'm still gonna have to pay for it. Ain't that some BS? Need to call all your day. Well, I'm not like I'm not injured. Luckily, yeah, but you, you still got to deal with your insurance. Company. And I did take some solace in that. I I'm almost certain that his car is in way worse condition than mine. Because yeah. there's chunks, there were chunks of his car all over the street. Like it, yeah, that's that's like he was able to get away, but th- there's some some long term damage there. I'm afraid. That's that's what I thought until they told me mine was totaled. So, nah. um, as an officer that works these types of accidents all the time, even if we got a full plate on the car, nothing would happen. Yep. So, ain't that some BS? Eh. It's like a class B misdemeanor, is what the cop told me today. Hit and run. Like, what if my leg was broken? That, that should be more than a Class B misdemeanor. Then you would have been selling your pretty good house in Vegas, and they would have bought you a mansion in Vegas through Lawyer Dave. That would have been nice. Yeah, except if the guy can't afford insurance, how are you going to get any money out That's of him? That's true. I would have gotten his crappy uh, Buick Regal or whatever the hell it was. What's left of it? Mazda, Mazda something. I don't know. I don't even know. Unless, unless it was Cal McNair, you're not getting any money out of it. <laughs> All right, quick break. It's a blitz at ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Friday, Friday. So, A.J.'s day is off to a really good start. Yeah, man. So, I've got something that will cheer you up that that I know you'll be excited about. All right. I just because I know your reaction to this already, the twelve team college football playoff. I told you. I listen. We talked before about expanding it, and there were people who were like, "Let's why can't we just make it eight? And they're like, "Well, maybe six. We're going. We're just going straight to twelve. I people. I'm telling you, I, I don't. I don't like it one single bit. Um. There are, we've discussed this ad nauseum on this show over the years. I'm willing to, I was willing to come around to the four team thing because occasionally the third team was deserving. And I I understand why you'd much rather have a situation like last year where the fourth team wasn't deserving then have to decide, like last year, which one of the other three to leave out. 
So I get, okay, you go to four. Because there, there, there's many, many occasions where there were four team or where there were three teams that were deserving. I get it. There's never been twelve teams that are deserving to play for the national title ever, 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 ever in the history of college football. And all it's doing, and people think, oh, it's going to be good for recruiting and parity. No, it's not. No, it's not. The the same teams are going to get all the offensive linemen, all the five-star offensive linemen. The same teams are going to get the five-star pass rushers because there's only like 20 of those guys a year to go around, and they're not going to Cincinnati, okay? They're not, they're not, going, to, uh, they're not going to Illinois. They're, they're going to Ohio State. They're going to Alabama. They're going to Oklahoma. They're going to Clemson. And I get it. Everybody's bored of seeing those same teams. Guess what you're going to get after these little playoffs happen? More of those same teams, except now we've seen them waste time playing these other garbage teams that have no business even being on the field. I, I was prepared emotionally for them to go to six six teams. I wouldn't have liked it. I wouldn't have liked it, but I was prepared for it because I knew eventually they wanted to expand it. Going from 4 to 12, it, it, to me, is laughable. The, the, it's it's clearly a money grab. That's the only thing that it has interest in. The 12th team never deserves to play for a title. They're never that good. I am going to uh, I'm going to counter that because I, okay. I've kind of come around on this, and here's why. First off, it's not like these. It's because you're a UH guy. That's why. No, you come this has nothing to do with it. I have UH wouldn't even have been in the conversation here for years. Not this year, no. So you can just stop with that crap. Uh, you know. Go go take that stuff to the woman at the lake that's trying to charge you 25 bucks. No, she did. Yeah, well, and, I, and, I, and, and no, you weren't belligerent at all, I'm sure. But anyway, uh, here, here's why I've come around on it. For one thing, you know, your argument these games won't be competitive. Well, guess what? They're not competitive now. None of these playoff games are ever competitive. It's pretty rare we get a close game. Let's start with that. And it's not going to change the hierarchy. It's still going to be Alabama slash whatever SEC team has a miracle year. Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, pretty much every year. Yeah. Those, those teams are all going to be in. So you're adding one more game to them. And, you know, who knows? Oklahoma, I mean, we know that the Alabamas are going to destroy everybody. We know Clemson's going to destroy everybody. Maybe Oklahoma doesn't beat the five seed, you know? And is it going to matter that that team winds up playing Alabama instead of Oklahoma? Because guess what's going to happen? Oklahoma's going to kick, I mean, Alabama's going to kick their ass. But here's why I think I've come around to it. It basically adds meaningful games and erases some of these stupid bowls that don't mean anything. And I do think it's good for some schools to be able to say they got in. And I think it's going to benefit schools like Aggie and Texas more than anybody because they ain't getting in the, the four. But they'll get in the 12. But they don't deserve and, to get in the four. Well, but the, the thing is, how many of these teams in the four? We talk about Oklahoma every year. We don't want them in there anymore. They don't deserve to be in the four. So how about... So instead of, so instead of saying let's... Okay, this team who keeps being the fourth best, who isn't good enough to compete with the top three, let's add eight more teams who are worse than Oklahoma that aren't all going to get to play Alabama and Clemson. You're not getting eight teams playing Alabama and Clemson. You're getting get one that. extra team. So, and 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 let me let me let me finish here because I think this is this is a, also kind of important. But oh, it'll make the regular season mean less. No, it won't. Uh, I, I think the the battle for those ten to fifteens in the last couple of weeks, and if you're Alabama. Why not play a pre, play Ohio State early in the season? Because it's not going to hurt you. 
It's actually going to give us better matchups. So I, I'm okay with it. I mean, I think it's a, it's a higher number. I would like to see eight. I think if you're going to do it, go to eight. It does seem odd to jump from four to 12. But you, You're but when automatically you, taking three lost teams now. Yeah, so what? I mean, so what? That, why if you, you lose three out of 12 games, you don't deserve to play for the championship. You're not going to play for the championship. You're going to get a first-round playoff game. You get to and play. Maybe. You have a shot at it. Well, you shouldn't. Well, but that, again, I think that's... Um, I think that's something that college football has done forever that nobody else does is, I mean, you've got, what, 100 and how many Division One teams? And college football's broke, so you've got to fix it? Well, I mean, honestly... It's the second most successful sport, and it's not even close. It, nobody's it, saying it's broke. You're, gonna, you're creating more opportunities for... The, it is the worst playoff because it, it's the smallest percentage of anything. and That makes it the best playoff to nah, me. Well, and, that's, and I, I think that's... Yeah. Well, is the NBA better? With, no, with over but that's half 50%. the league or well, NHL. You're still getting less. You're still getting less than ten percent with this. I, I'm I'm okay with it, man. I think I I would rather see now. Now last year's matchups would have blown, and we'll go over those. Well, last year was a, a crazy year right. because I mean some teams played three games, and yeah. So so your matchups last year would have been Coastal Carolina at Notre Dame, which actually I I would have been interested to see because I think Coastal Carolina could have given Notre Dame a game. Notre Dame would have played a game, or I thought they would have had a bye, wouldn't they? Because they were no, the four? No, because the way it's set, it's going to be the top-ranked conference champions. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So Notre Dame can't be in a conference. Yeah. So oh, Notre-, Notre Dame's going to love this. Yeah, yeah, good job, Notre Dame. Uh, so then Indiana and Aggie. Everybody was thrilled about that matchup. Right? Well, uh, this one this one sounds fun, too. Iowa State, Florida. Yeah, I do. who needs these games? <laughs> and, and everybody's like, well, one, so, uh, one never loses to a 16, but we all watch. No, you don't. No, nobody watches nobody those. Nobody watches those games. You know what you do? You watch when Virginia lost. You flip over when there's two minutes left, and it's a one-possession one game. You say, oh, man, I better watch the end of this. Nobody builds their day around, ooh, can't wait to watch, you know, Gonzaga against uh, Sacred Heart. No one ever does that. And Here's my biggest issue, Fred. Okay, Georgia-Cincinnati Georgia was your other game. So. No, none of those games are appealing to me. This is going to happen. This is what's going to happen this year, in fact. Go ahead and – is it starting this year? Or no, it, it won't be till 2023. 2023? Yeah. Okay. The first year, either – I don't know who will be better by then, Alabama or LSU. It depends – I guess it probably depends on if Nick Saban's gone. He it, just signed a three-year contract. Oh, yeah, so he's around. Yeah, he's, he's around through 2028. 20, is that right? Yeah, okay. I think so. So let's assume Alabama is going to be probably 12-0. and 0. Uh, going into maybe they'll be twelve and one. I don't know. It depends on how many games they play. Let's just let's for, let's go with twelve and zero. And in the SEC championship game, oh, it's going to be a big matchup between twelve and zero Alabama and ten and two Georgia. And you're thinking, oh god, why, why does Alabama? We know if Alabama loses to Georgia, guess what? They're still going to be. They'd still be in. They'd still be one of the four. Okay, we'll see it. Alabama beats Georgia by thirty. Inevitably, this is what happens. This is what happens every year, pretty much. So now, thirteen and zero Alabama. They get now. They've got a buy. Congratulations. You, you you've got a buy. Now, ten and three Georgia is going to play ten and three Iowa State. To see who gets a chance to play Alabama again. 
And here Alabama's going, why? We just beat this team by 30. And then they're going to play. Of course, 10-3 and three Georgia will beat 10-3 and three Iowa State. And now Georgia gets to play Alabama again and lose by 30 again. I don't need to see that. You've already proven you don't belong. Georgia's not a championship contender in that scenario. Yet they will still have a chance. And you can call them meaningful games. Does anybody want to see Georgia play Alabama a third time? Or do we need to see Alabama play Iowa State because Iowa State beat Georgia? We don't. It's overkill. This four-team system I've come around to is pretty good. Because, you know what, with the old system, there was third teams that you could make an argument for. I don't know that there's ever been a fifth team that we've gone, man, they really got jobbed. Oh, there have been, there've been arguments about it, but I, I don't necessarily agree with them. I think most of the time they've gotten it right. But here's, here's the thing. First off, that's a pretty extreme scenario. That's, you, that's the situation yeah. that happens every year, though. Yeah, okay, but we also have it in the, in the four team. <laughs> Georgia gets in there, too. I mean that that's I mean that you can Does Georgia ever get in? Yeah, they got in what two uh, two years ago, whatever the the Nick Chubb Sonny Michelle team was. Oh, okay. And that was a mistake here. Well, see, <laughs> but that that's the thing. I mean and 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 uh, there'll also be more arguments. I mean, don't think this is going to solve anybody who was sixth and thought they should have got in, Aggie. Oh, no. This is this is going to just create arguments from 13 to Yeah, now on number in. 13 is like, "What?" What about us? Coastal Carolina got in and we didn't? Because it's just like now, oh, we're expanding the NCAA tournament field to 68. We're going to add four more at-large teams. Well, guess what? Now, number, instead of number 65 bitching, number 69 is bitching. Well, well, we played all year long. I don't know how our resume is not good enough to get in. Yeah, you do. If you were good enough to get in, you wouldn't have been the you wouldn't have been in the discussion for the sixty eight spot. You didn't deserve to be there. Yeah, they played Alabama in the twenty seventeen national championship. Played Alabama again in the national championship and lost twenty three twenty six. Yeah, I don't I don't need it. I don't need it. And it's, that's the other thing. Like but, when there okay. when there are good like an, a good SEC championship game or a good Big Ten championship game, I'm ready now. Like my body is ready. For championship football. I don't want to go from the SEC championship game to Cincinnati versus, you know, UCLA. I, I, that does nothing for my body. Nothing. Uh, I don't it makes a, me soft. I, I don't give a rat's ass about your body, but that game is going to be the, the weed eater bowl or something. I'd much rather have a game where all the players show up. They all don't you're doing is out. making the weed eater bowl count, and it shouldn't count. It shouldn't exist. <sighs> Well, that's a different story, all these bowl games, but I'd rather have a game where guys aren't going to opt out of a playoff game the way, the way they will a bowl game. And that's more that's better for me to bet on. Are, and do you still wanna, doing, are you still going to watch it? Are you going to watch yeah. that Cincinnati-UCLA game? I, I probably I watched I watched the damn bowl games. You watch all of them? Most of them, because I Ugh, bet on them. I don't. And they're crappy. Because they're horrendous. They are. But this, this isn't going to be as horrendous. This is going to be kids actually trying to win. They're not going out there to party the whole time and... And get laid, and then go play a football game. I mean, I, and I just I don't really see the harm if the best teams, or if Alabama is still head and shoulders above everybody else, which they will be for the rest of, of Saban's life. You're throwing one extra game in there, is all. And guess what? They're going to kick somebody's ass there. Then they're going to kick Oklahoma's ass again, and then they're probably going to kick somebody's ass in the championship. You know when people start bitching when Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence or somebody is having to play that the the 
nine seed or whoever the hell it is, and he gets hurt, and now the championship game's ruined because Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence got hurt, and now no one cares. Like, or, no, somebody or, or the NFL prospect has now gotten crushed because they snapped their legs so bad. And playing a game, going, had, I'm never drafting that guy. Playing a game they had no business playing. No business playing because you shouldn't have to play the nine seed if you've gone 13 and 0. You shouldn't have to sit there and wait and see who wins the eight versus nine matchup. It's ridiculous. Now, I actually think it's, uh, if you're going to expand it, now, what I don't want is this 12 turns to 24. 24 turns to 48. I don't want any of that crap. But And I don't think you can do that because you're only creating one extra game for most teams, which I'm okay with. If you make it bigger, now you're you're, you're talking about having like a 10-game regular season again instead of 12, and, and they're not going to do that because that's home game money. But I, I actually don't hate it. But when we go over some of these other matchups from the other season, we'll see if it, it changes your mind. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with probably not. <laughs> probably not. But... Yeah, we'll try because because 2020 sucked. We know that. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Years of research and innovation. Innovation Map is the new voice of innovation in Houston. Pretty cool, huh, Morty? Covering startups, tech, energy, health, social impact, and more. Visit innovationmap.com today. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it now. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. This is five power conference champs and one at-large bid. That's enough. I've never liked that 16 model. I always felt it, either keep it at four or go to eight. Because I, I don't think... Not you, every Power 5 team deserves a, a, a team. Uh, well, yeah, every conference, power, yeah. Power 5 conference. Sometimes it's better to have two SEC teams than a crummy Pac-12 or Big 12 team. Like, the goal should not be like, well, we got to make everybody feel good. No. If you want to feel good, like, win all your games. And, and if you if you don't play a P5 schedule, schedule a couple Power 5 games that make people go, man... These guys can hang with the big boys. I've always said UH did it that one year. I think they scheduled three Power 5 teams, and they won them all, and then they lost to some team they shouldn't have lost to. I forget who it was. It was UConn when Greg Ward got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks that it happened. UH would have had a legitimate argument that year because while they didn't play a Power 5 schedule, they did schedule their asses off and make sure they were going up against good competition, which is what you should have to do if you're not in a Power 5 conference. I've said all along, if you're if you're wanting it to be fair for everybody, the best thing you can do is take five or six conferences and have them play for one trophy and have everybody else play for a different trophy that's somewhere between FCS and the top level of FBS. Because the truth is, the best non-Power 5 team, even on a, in a great, like Coastal Carolina last year, if you put them on the field with Alabama. But you it, can't use Alabama as an example because you put anybody on the field with Alabama, they're going to get If you put them on the field kicked. with Ohio State, if you put them on the field with Clemson, if you put them on the field with one of these teams that's loaded with NFL rosters, you know what's going to happen. But... So if you if it's so important for you to be a okay, champion, okay. Well, first off, I mean you're you're fixating on the non-power five schools. There's barely any of those in here. 
This is this is benefiting the Power Five schools that that don't do as well. Let's go back to twenty nineteen. Why should they be benefited? Well, I, I mean, but that's your your argument has nothing to do with what the thing actually has. You're talking about I Coastal told you Carolina. earlier. I don't want Georgia in after they lose the SEC championship game. Well, I mean, and that's all fine, but that I mean that argument doesn't really apply to because there's one non Power Five in there in twenty nineteen. I'm telling you, I don't want more Power Fives either. Well, I'm saying if those non Power Fives want to win a championship and they want it to be fair. Then make your own stupid league where yeah, see, I, I, I hate you can that. raise the UCF trophy every year. Just, Congratulations. I, I, I absolutely hate that because I think it's it's just like having 6A, 5A, 5A2 and all these different championships in high school. It, it, they're, it waters down everything to the point that it's meaningless. But if they didn't, guess what? The 2A schools would never have a chance against the 6A schools. Why? Because they've got smaller. They don't have as many players. And I'm okay. I'm okay with them having divisions. But when I was growing up, it was 4A was the biggest. There was 4A, 3A, 2A, A, and 6-man. That was good enough. But now, because you've got so many more schools, it's, it's the whole soccer trophy thing. Let's have 25 champs every year. But, uh, and, I, and college football is already kind of like that. You, you've already got two divisions. You don't need another one. I mean, what, what is the point of that? That is, that is a meaningless title. I mean, I, I, it is. I, I, I don't get it. But, but if you've got, you got to have a trophy. Uh, nobody's saying you've got to have a trophy. Every non-Power 5 fan wants that trophy. Again, this is a, not a non-Power 5 conversation. Let's talk about the 2019 okay. matchups, okay? And you tell me how many non-Power 5s are in here. Memphis and Georgia. There's your one. Memphis would have been the 12. And, yeah. you know, I, and I don't, I mean, I think Georgia would have beaten them, but I don't know that they would have beaten them. Memphis team was pretty decent. Uh, Utah and Oregon. Here's one for you. The uh, all- I'm sure I'm guessing those two played in the uh, at some point in the regular season. Uh, probably. Uh, here's your here's your all rapey bowl. Penn State and Baylor. What was Baylor's record that year? I, I don't remember that. Oh, that was the Matt Rule year where they lost the uh, they lost twice, twice to Oklahoma twice yeah. to Oklahoma. And yeah. my guess is and they'd be the seven seed here. And, and then what would happen? Would who would they play if they won? Would they uh, would well, they the, would they play Oklahoma a third time? No, they would play Ohio State. Okay, good. So there, Penn State, Baylor winner would play Ohio State. Uh, Florida and Wisconsin would be your 9-8, and the winner of that would have gotten LSU. Yeah, none of those, you know, Florida, do, none of those do Florida anything gave, for me. Florida gave LSU a little bit of a game for a while, so who knows. But, yeah, but that's, again, that's why, uh, same thing the year before, one non-Power 5. So it, it's not a, it's not about adding power non-power fives. It's about adding more of the big schools to the playoffs. Well, once so those big more money. schools have already lost two or three times, like why do we need to see him again? Because you're going to see him again anyway. So it's either in a bowl game or you see him in a game where they get in a playoff, and it's still it's still going to play out the way it plays out. And Alabama's not going to lose to any of these suckers. But you know what? It, it's there's also and a, what made, what motivation do you have to go twelve and zero, thirteen and zero? Same you have every year. I mean, there's a lot, there are teams that go 12 and 0 and don't get to go go in the playoffs. Those are the non-power fives. But we've also had teams in power fives go unbeaten and not win titles, like Auburn. I mean, now that you've expanded, well, and they, it, it they changed the rule for that Auburn team. Basically, they did. But I mean, it's still possible that you could have conceivably an unbeaten team that's not going to make the top four. And it's in it maybe if you have a really really crappy power five conference, I don't think it's impossible if you have. Three other unbeaten teams in a one-loss Alabama. But anyway, here's here's what uh, 2018 would have looked like. But Penn State would have been in a lot of these. Penn State, 12, uh, Notre Dame, 5. Winner gets Ohio State. Number 11, LSU. 
versus number six Georgia, which I, I don't think they played that year. Winner would get Oklahoma. Ten Florida. It's that seven. was like that was the LSU team that was like what are they nine and four or something like that? Yeah. Flor, uh, ten Florida at seven Michigan. The winner would get Clemson, and nine Washington against UCF. The winner would get Alabama. Yeah, and 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 I mean, there's no point in me bitching about it because it is what it is. They, they, no, they, no, they, I mean, they're going to get their money for it, and that's fine. I, I just like I like that I don't have to care about these extra games because once you've lost two or three games, I don't have to worry about you anymore because you, you've proven that you're not a championship team. No big deal. So here, you can win the lawnmower bowl. Yeah, except I, I mean, no, nobody cares about the lawnmower bowl. And and I do think people will care about this. The fan base is going to care a lot more than they do about the lawnmower bowl. If you're Aggie, an Aggie fan, this is a much bigger deal than going off and winning the chicken bowl to get yeah. a chance in the playoff. And and you know you'll get you'll get slapped down, and you can you know like last year you can say, oh, we'd only got in the playoff. I just don't know what ta- what what keeps it from going to sixteen. What keeps it from going even beyond that? that and that is one hundred percent fair. The other thing too, somebody. And this was an inevitable thing that somebody was going to text in. Boise State, years ago, match up with anyone. In one game, they did. And you might get one of those. You might see an upset like In fact, I think you will see some upsets like that between 5 and 12 because I don't think there's a huge gap. But you're not going to see... Boise, Boise ain't going to win that game three times in a row. No, Boise is not going in and beating Oklahoma and then beating Alabama and then Clemson or whatever whatever the, the lineup is. They're, that's not happening. So... You know, that and that's always the worst example of this that people always want to talk about that Boise team. One game, but you get one upset in the first round like that, people will talk about it. And and it'll the the, the fan bases will be more into it. Coaches are more into it because they get bonuses for making yeah. the playoffs and everybody makes more money. From that perspective, I think it's fine. But the two the two things that I, I would object to, I mean it it has to stay at twelve. If if you're doing twelve, that's great. Don't come at me with 16 in three years. But that's what they'll say is, well, it's only one extra game for four teams. Yeah, but see, now now it, it's not, though. Now, it's it, it, based on what we are now, there's two extra games if you do that for everybody. Right. And, and you know, that's getting to be a bit much. And then two, two can't become three because if you're doing that, you're cutting back in the regular season. And guess what? Alabama's got to have those games against, um, you know. Ball State. Virginia yeah. Commonwealth yeah. or whatever so that they can uh, – uh, let all the the freshmen play and collect money for them and fill the house. They're not giving those up. But I, I'm telling you, they will say it's an easy transition to go from from 12 to 16 because all you're doing is adding a game yeah. a game for teams that are already getting a buy. Uh, and I'll fight that one. All right, I mean, I'll, I'll fight that one. 12, 12 I'll, I'll accept if you promise me never again. You're gonna stop there. And I, and I also don't like that. What 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 were the rules on who can get in? Like the the conference winners, and then who else? Like I I, I haven't seen the final proposal as far as how it went. I just know that the top four conference champions would get the top four seeds. Okay, top four ranked conference champions. Because there's but, been years where there wasn't a, a non power five team that was deserving. Oh yeah, like it, it, there's there's a lot of years where there's not a power a non power five team that is even one of the top twelve. But now we're for sure gonna they they have to put one in, so they're yeah. Like, but but the but it might for be a every lost team. But for every one of those, there's a an Iowa State too. There's three or four of those. Sure, I don't so. want those in. Either. That's the whole point to me is like we're, you're just watering things down. Like and when there when there are when there is a UCF that's twelve and zero or whatever going into the bowl season, 
it's better for them that it's it, it honestly it's better overall that year that to have them in than to not because it takes away any doubt right but more often than not you're going to see the best non power 5 team is going to be 10 and 2 and is a 10 and 2 team from the american better than a, a 9 and 3 sec team probably not probably not but it, it depends on the year if that that uh who that 10 and 2 team played i mean it, it's there there are a few years where those teams have had really good schedules, but uh, when you start getting into the Northern Illinois and those kind of things, yeah, but you're talking about one. I mean, that's that's all you would have had is one. Now, last year would have been two because, but it was, I mean, let's be honest, if they'd played a full season, there'd be more Big Ten teams yeah. in there. So I, I can't really complain about that one. But but here's here, the, the conference champions, the top four conference champions would get buys in the first round. The other eight teams would compete in first round games on the campuses of the teams ranked five through eight. Um, so it's basically just rankings. Okay. So there'd be no limit of number of selections from a conference and no conference would receive an automatic bid. Okay. I do like that. Okay. So there you go. Cause there's going to be years where the best pac 12 team is 10 and three. We go, well, they gotta, they gotta be represented. I don't need it. Hmm. I don't need it. If you ain't one of the 12 best teams, beat it. All right. We'll take a couple calls on the other side. I got to tell you about all state windows and siding. Uh, one of the big selling points on my house, the windows, and boy, uh, my house is now sold, and man, uh, the housing market is wild. And having those windows, I think, was a big a big point of interest. People come, oh, one thing I don't have to put in. So they're like, let's let's throw a little extra money at old AJ because he's already done the windows. Great move, old AJ. Great move. They look beautiful. Uh, they're saving people forty percent on their electric bills, and and for me. I'm part of the deal is now I can transfer my lifetime warranty on those windows to the new homeowners. And that's another thing that was appealing for them. So just a great overall investment in your house, whether you're staying, whether you're going, it, you're going to get your money out of these windows. Uh, great deals on siding as well. Right now you can get 20, 25% off all window packages, plus discounts for military vets, for first responders. And if you pay all cash, you get additional discounts as well. 832-204-1936 or allstatesidingandwindows.com. Then we go to different places with no suitcase. But when we come back, we got suitcases. This is the Blitz Blitz. on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. He says, I'm okay as long as everyone realizes there, there will be no Cinderella stories. No 12 seed will ever make a final. Some seasons are barely three elite college football teams. I, I agree with that. And, and people uh, are like, well, what about UCLA? Basketball and football are different. Yeah, yeah. And and the the other thing is, like, the one time I think you could see a 12 do anything would be, like, let's take LSU from two years ago. Let's say Jose got hurt halfway through the season, mm-hmm. and they wind up going – like nine and three, and they're in the back end of things, and he's healthy, and all of a sudden that team's what it was. Then it could happen, but that's that's a pretty pretty rare scenario. Let's let's see what Mark has to say. Go ahead, Mark. Hello. Hey, sports. Sports to you too, guys. Uh, I'm agreeing with the, the same things you said as far as 
if is it going to end at 12? And the other part I'll take devil's advocate on, and I'll say there are some other smaller colleges that really rely on that bowl money, makes a big deal for their whole year. And are they going to be missing out because of this expanded season? I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing you're not losing bowls that those teams would go to. You're losing bowls like the, you know, the Capital One Bowl or whatever that's already got an SEC Big Ten matchup would be my guess. Yeah, but those would be the bowls, and, and um, I mean they'd all be second round games. So I don't think you're losing too much. I don't think you're losing the uh, the Weed Eater Bowl or anything like that. That's still going to be. The Bell Helicopter Bowl. I guess. I guess the way I've looked, and by the way, I kind of disagree with you about this. If there's real legit NFL prospects on the tenth ranked team, I think they'll sit out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they will because priority A for all these guys is that NFL dough. There's guys who sit out of the playoff, like the four team playoff. It's rare, but it happens. Yeah, but those you, teams, usually, all those teams but, think but, they've got a chance. Yeah, but that, it, it's I, I don't remember somebody being completely healthy opting out of that. I know that there have been guys who've had injuries that didn't push injuries, it. Injuries, quote-unquote injuries. But not many of them. I mean, that's that's pretty rare. And besides, that's also a showcase for you for the NFL in, in games like that. Bowl games aren't. You know, scouts know that. You're you're playing meaningful games in, you know, in playoff situations. You can learn, you can learn some things about a player. So... It's going to take one guy to irreversibly break something where he was a first-round draft pick coming out and he played in that bowl game because it quote-unquote meant something, even knowing he wasn't going to make it to a national title game. And every NFL scout's going to go, I don't know. And then maybe he'll go in the sixth round, but all that guaranteed money is out the window. Do we agree yeah, but that, that... Again, that happens every year, though. And, and it's not just... Go, go ask the Cowboys about their linebacker from Notre Dame. And how much money he lost because he played in a bowl game, you know it does happen. So I mean, I mean, again, you're creating scenarios that already exist. Do we agree that this doesn't somehow create more parity? Like, because people are like, well, now there guys will go to places besides Alabama and Clemson because no. now they'll have a chance to win somewhere else. They won't. The best guys will go to those places because those places are NFL factories. Guys, now I, I don't I don't know if like if you're a five star kid, and this may just be oversimplifying it. There, there's probably some real like uh, traditionalists that are out there who maybe it really does matter to them. But if you say what's more important to you in your college football career, winning a national championship or being a first round draft pick, my guess is. 99 out of 100 will say being a first round draft pick. And that's not going this isn't going to change that at all. Those team those kids that they, they're going to go to those NFL factories because the track record suggests this is my best way to make life-changing money. Winning a national championship along the way is badass, don't get me wrong, it's not nothing. But if they have to choose between one or the other, they're going to take those guaranteed mills. You disagree? Uh, I don't know why one has to, it has to be one or the other, though. That's the thing. I mean, that's that's one of those hypotheticals you're creating. Well, you either get to do this or this. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got to do both. Sure. Uh, Trevor Lawrence went to a football factory. And here's here's but the thing about the recruiting end of it. Josh Allen didn't go to a football factory. Like 
So, I mean, you do take, there are, there's some situations where you can't do both. Yeah, I don't know what that has to do with the conversation. But um, the, the thing is, to your point, though, and what a lot of these people don't get about recruiting, it's like, oh, well, go look, the, the Aggies will have a top five class. Alabama will have a top five class. Who's going to be better in three years? Alabama. And you know why? It's not just because they recruit well. It's because they develop their players. And we actually did a segment on this yesterday. I should have saved it for you. Uh, that had the teams that do the best job of developing talent based on who they recruit. And, of course, Alabama's first. Yeah. And, of course, the bottom three were... Um, Texas. Texas. Georgia. No, Texas, Aggie, and Oregon. Okay. Yeah, over the last five years. Yeah. Georgia, Tennessee, these are other schools that get great recruiting classes and then... Uh. Yeah, so I, I, as far as it's going to change recruiting, no. Look, the Aggies are going to get who they get. They're going to get 25 kids that can play. Whether or not they can uh, build them up enough to beat Alabama, that's the question. Uh, Alabama's going to get 25 kids that can play. You know, Texas is going to get 25 kids who, who could play in high school and then they turn out not to be any good in college. But that's, that's just how recruiting works. So it's not going to... You know, some kid's not going to suddenly go, oh, I'm not going to go to Alabama because I can go to Iowa State and play one playoff game instead of go to Alabama and have a, and have a shot at a championship. It's not going to change that much. What it's going to change is for the fans that of those schools, they've actually got something to to root for, frankly. You know, it's like, oh, okay, you know what? We got a chance against this sixth seed. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you, know, you don't think Joel's going to be celebrating Wisconsin? Getting I mean, that's what it is. It's giving fans one more game that they actually yeah. can have a little bit of hope for, even though. Yeah. Oh, what, okay, let's let's put an over under on this. How many years will it be before someone ranked outside the top four wins a championship? Uh, it's going to have to be. I'll go ten. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the under. But, I, I mean, it's going to have to be a year where, like, they took the wrong team. And, and I don't know that that's happened yet. And, it, and even then, it'll be a top six team. Yeah, it's going to be top six, definitely. Because, because like I said, at the, at the start of this conversation, once you get past four, five, six, th- there's levels to the game. And you're starting to talk about teams that, like, that the Baylor-Oklahoma example is great. Yeah. Oklahoma already beat that team twice, yet Baylor was still ranked in the top 10. They played Oklahoma twice and lost both times. There's clearly a divide. It, I, I think it's going to be very difficult for someone who's outside that top six to, to win this thing. Well, I, I think it has to be what I laid out earlier, where you've got a super stud quarterback who's hurt for half the season, and your yeah. team sneaks in, and then he's back and healthy. Uh, and a friend of mine points out, average margin of victory in the college football playoff semifinal is almost 20 points. So even the haves and have nots. Even at the current format, there isn't much competition in the early round. I think you'd at least have competition in some of those five to twelve games, and I think they might be more interesting. But I think you're still going to have the same thing when you get it down to four. It quote unquote matters, but at the end of the day, it's really just filler, and it's a way for them to make more money. And I get good on them, I guess. It it just I don't know. It just feels like a time waste to me, and. I mean, I remember you and I sitting here thinking when there was four teams this year, does Notre Dame really ha- like? Yeah, do, do we really need that? No, like, we already know what's going to happen, and we did. And we said the same thing about Oklahoma every year. I mean, yes. it's just and 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 now we're like, well, the answer is let's add eight more teams, and that'll make that'll make it. More, I don't I don't I'm, know what it'll do. I'm, I'm just I'm just okay with more games that aren't bowls. Uh, in the end, it's going to play out 
to where it's going to be. There's always one or one or two teams at most that really belong there, and it's going to it's going to come down to them. So IOTH says, go make it a two team playoff. Then, geez, honestly, I, and this is someone who was against four at the beginning. I've come around to four makes the most sense. I would rather have a two team playoff than a twelve team playoff it, because. More often than not, you already know, and 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 again, this year was a, was a little bit different because there was that third team that I thought was very was very deserving. I thought Clemson, Ohio State ended up not being much of a game, but I think you could have made an argument for both of them. Now, had they both played twelve regular season games, one of them probably would have separated themselves from the other. But I, I it, tw- there's there's a lot more years where there's only two teams who are deserving than when there's more than five who are deserving. So you're adding just you're just adding in a lot of negative or a lot, a lot of filler. Uh, all right, I got to tell you guys about Carbock. I drank so much Carbock this weekend on the river. So much. I I came back with zero Carbock. I left with 10 cases of Carbock. I came back with zero. So basically my body is made of 10% water, 70% Carbock and like, you know, 50% other stuff, I guess, bones and whatnot. Uh, but, guys, it was great having the variety. I drank a bunch of ranch water. Uh, I, ba- I drank a bunch of Crawford Brock. I drank a bunch of Tasty Waves. All of it was fantastic, and it was all perfect for the river. All all refreshing, all delicious. Uh, you can have some of the Vive Cella, which I'd forgotten about. I hadn't had since last summer. <laughs> Crushed it. Delicious. Guys, stop by the restaurant. Check out what they got going on there. You'll have a fantastic meal, uh, and you can get beers that you won't be able to find anywhere else in the whole wide world. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And when you're out and about this weekend, grab yourself some Carbot. ESPN. 97.5.